0: biotalkradio.com
1: Song. This is the Firefly Funhouse, And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the rated r
0: Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, And this is Nikki and we're the balance Twins. This is Christopher Daniels. And what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap and now you are and it is
1: awesome.
0: Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack.
1: Goodness
0: gracious, great balls of
1: fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch. You hear me? You can laugh, but you can't touch. (coughs) Ruthless aggression. With your host.
0: I like puppets.
1: Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin.
0: My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. And this smell!
1: What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie
0: Wowie! Damage control. Yeah. <laughs> we got the power, we got the rage, control the stage, control the cage, we got the power, we got the rage, control the stage, control the cage. We are the puppet masters. They going fast, we faster. And we don't take a day off. We got to roll right past you. And good evening everyone. Welcome to The Rocker here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, follow the channel, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Board. Joining me as always is the ever faithful producer, slash co-host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin.
1: We're here. We're live. We're doing a show. Tweet us at WaltTalkRadio, at rockradioshow.com, show. We'll see you next time. Twitch.tv slash different channel chat with us throughout the show.
0: Brock has a sad... <sighs> it's frustration.
1: Frustration?
0: Frustration. It's
1: sadness and frustration.
0: Is that what it is?
1: They had a chance, and then they scored 13 points in the fourth quarter. You can't win by scoring 13 points.
0: I mean, <sighs> you... somebody can win, but not your team.
1: No, apparently not, not today. Not, not, not today. Anyway, we're covering back last night, chat, and we have some news. Um, it's <sighs> better, it's better than pulling at Cowboys. Right. Um, we can get ooh. there, we can get there. Um,
0: ooh.
1: Anyway, so we got some, the, the, I got some housekeeping to get to with all y'all. Um, I hope you've been enjoying the VODs uh, here at Twitch, because that's the only way you've been able to hear the shows the last couple of days. Uh, everything will be back to order this weekend in terms of shows. There's um, been some
0: technical difficulties.
1: There's been difficulties, yes. Um, so the podcast will should be up tomorrow on most feeds, catching up for the week. Um, hopefully this is the last disruption, and I don't have to go through headaches anymore. So, (laughs) you'll have podcasts this week from starting with CB Radios. That feed's going to take a few more days to get back up, but it'll be on the main feed at WildTalkRadio.com. Um, the Raw Post Show WTR will be up. On the main feed tomorrow as well. And this show will be on the Rack feed. And the Wild Talk Radio Network feed tomorrow. So there's going to be a lot of podcasts and tweets about podcasts tomorrow. So you've been warned. Um, the CBRAO feed's gonna take some time cause there's issues. <sighs> so yeah, but all the websites are up and running and that's all that matters. So that's your housekeeping. Thanks for being patient and yada, de, yada, de, yada, yada. I've had a headache for two days. So.
0: We're yeah, good. Rock has not had fun.
1: <laughs> and there's a lot more issues going on with it. So we're back up and running though. That's what counts. But hey, chat, we're live. That's what matters
0: we're here and we're gonna be talking the wrestling and the backlash and all the things yay huzzah so before we get to the backlash and all the things we're gonna talk about the news brought to our friends over at MBGfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211 this will be one of the only times you ever hear me get the plug actually right on the show good go me Um, so let's just start at the top of the order and work our way down. Raw and, or I should say former Raw and SmackDown's Women champion Ronda Rousey will be appearing on the upcoming Fox reality TV show titled Stars on Mars. Debuting on Monday, June 5th, Stars on Mars will put 12 celebrities as they live, eat, sleep, strategize, and bond with each other in the same base station. Quote, quote. Yeah, there were quotations. Air quotes. While on board, they will be faced with authentic t- conditions that simulate life on Mars and compete in missions to test both their brains and their strength. A reality show is not complete without eliminations. Off the space station. Joining Rousey are Lance Armstrong, Marshawn Lynch, Adam Rippin, Tom Schwartz, Tinashe, Tallulah Willis, Natasha Legaro Christopher mintz Place, Portia Williams, Ariel Rentor, Tallulah... Why is Tallulah Willi- Willi- Willis...
1: That I, I, I don't know. That I just copied word for word.
0: Okay, William Shatner will be the host. Oh, I mean, good for her. Go her. Number one, good for her. But can we stop with this?
1: Stop with what? What's the problem? You're putting stars on Kong call called Mars. Yeah,
0: I'm. A, it, it's Big Brother just with a space theme. Like it's a reality It's another. Yeah, n- <sighs> another. Reality TV show.
1: Matt Matt says in chat, it's Among Us.
0: It's Without f- the murder,
1: <laughs> you don't know. There could be a murder. Oh my god! But think about it.
0: Okay, but think. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. But what if they did do like a live action Among Us and they just use like paintball guns?
1: I mean, you could.
0: You could. Hmm. No actual murder, but fake murder. I and mean, you, you do, that would actually be a kind of a fun concept. I mean, TV murders, TV murder it can happen. The only problem is, is Among Us can get really, 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 really intense.
1: Okay. It makes good for good television.
0: Yeah, but you're putting actual people in front of each other and they're trying to do a Who Done It. There might be fistfights. Good. And actual good. murder. Good. No, not not good to the actual murder. No,
1: good. Good. Make it happen. But how do we
0: get the ghost chat? Because the group that I like to watch, they have a ghost chat while everybody else is like running around doing their thing. The ghosts are allowed to unmute and talk and talk shit. How do we get that? You you put
1: aside, you get, put microphones on. That's fine. They'll be fine.
0: I mean, actually, I'm kind of intrigued by this. Can we can we have that instead of this? Whatever this is, Just,
1: it's stars stars on Mars.
0: Because here's my thing. Here's my thing. How do you know what life on Mars is like? No human being has ever been to Mars.
1: People have done research.
0: I understand people have done research, but we don't actually know what it's like because nobody's been there.
1: Doesn't matter. People have done research. Okay.
0: Moving on, Ms. Seth Rollins and Pat McAfee are set to appear in the NFL schedule release trailers. They actually have appeared already. Um, They're all out. I would like to applaud most of the NFL teams for getting creative with their schedule announcements. You could have just dropped them. Oh no, no, no! People got creative, so so
1: the the Chargers did anime again. Seth Rollins was in a nice one for the Bears. Okay, so if you haven't seen the the the, the Browns one, so it's Miz and someone else doing live commentary, right? Did anyone, uh-huh. did anyone notice how the the logo and the, the ring looked? What company it would look like? AEW uh-uh. It was AEW's logo with just a DPW. <laughs> it was an AEW logo and Miz was commentating over it. It was a hundred percent AEW logo.
0: Well, I mean it wasn't actually AEW No, it was but just, it, it a, a redone. It's it just
1: redone, but it was a hundred percent the AEW logo, not a WWE logo.
0: Well, I mean <laughs> it's a little hard to rip off WWE's logo. It doesn't quite it, work it is. the same.
1: It is. But it's funny that it was exactly the AEW logo. With, like, the word, the box, and the lettering, and the, the words above and below. Yeah. 100% AEW local. It's fine, though. It's fine.
0: Missed AEW confirmed? What? I mean, he 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 could. What? No? Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, moving on, Mia Yim will be added to the WWE 2K23 uh, um, roster in the next patch update, so congratulations.
1: That's cool, because that was unexpected. Because well, she I mean, came, she deserves to be in there. But she came back at an awkward timing of it, and it's like... Oh, so so she's not DLC. She's just going to be added in because Carl and um and, and Luke are going to be added um as the next DLC content in May. So could be right around then. Could be before that. Depends whenever they drop a patch. Oh, so it's not Miz taking a piss out of AEW. he Probably had no idea what he was going to be looking at because he's just commentating on animation. So they gave him a script. He read it. Yeah. Probably never saw the final product till. Yeah.
0: Till I... He just did the voiceover work for it. That's yeah. all he did. Yeah. They probably didn't have He was not. He was to... not actually watching the footage. Yeah. Because they didn't have the schedules probably when he recorded this. No. But speaking of AEW, um, Eddie Kingston has undergone su- successful sur- hernia, I can speak, surgery. So congratulations. I hope he's feeling better.
1: Yeah, so he'll be out of action for a little bit. Um, so you can catch him on Ring of Honor for now, and he'll be out of action probably a couple months. He's been dealing with a lot, so rest is good for him they yes. say they
0: say hopefully hopefully he gets to feel him better mm-hmm. and also um in other sad news leva bates is no longer with aw her contract ran out and she made an announcement on twitter that she was officially done with the company and she is moving on to better things
1: her contract was not renewed because she's been she did a lot of backstage stuff rather than in ring stuff for the company so because
0: i don't think she could really get anything in ring going
1: she, tried well, she to, did,
0: like, the librarian, didn't she?
1: Yeah, and that just never worked, so. And she had off-again, on-again stuff she would do on Dark. But with that going away now, and her them hiring other people to do other roles in that she's probably been doing for PR and other variety of things, kind of have to, sometimes the workers gotta be replaced by actual people. Business people, just the name of the game. When you expand, we will have major AEW news next week on the show. By the way,
0: hint, hint, wink, wink. There is actually in a major announcement.
1: Coming. There is a major announcement coming. We'll talk about it next week in full detail.
0: I, I know they say that. They lot, say they
1: say is... it all the time, and sometimes it doesn't mean a thing. But Supposedly th- next week is... is a huge announcement because upfronts are next week, and they're announcing something. So. We'll have it mm-hmm. all the information. Next
0: week. So in other news, Impact Wrestling has announced that they will be doing a short tour in Australia. This is a big step for them as this is their first trip down under. Impact will be in the city of Wagga Wagga, New South Wales for four days of activities starting on Thursday, June 29th. The Impact tour is supported by the NSW government. Government Regional Events Acceleration Fund, and the two marquee wrestling shows will be held on Friday, June 30th, and Saturday, July 1st, both at the Equix Center. In addition, renowned wrestling podcaster Conrad Thompson will be coming to Australia for the Impact Down Under Tour, and he will be hosting a live podcast on Sunday, July 2nd. The tour will feature most of the Impact stars, numerous championship matches, and special challenges challenge matches against the best Australian-based wrestlers. Oh, shit. Life Force on a fucking Tuesday. Um, <laughs> sorry. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the shows will be broadcast worldwide on Fight TV and across Impact Wrestling, international broadcast platforms, digital, and social media. Tickets for Impact Down Under tour will go on sale Sunday, May 14th. This Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern.
1: No, or, excuse m- me,
0: Australian Eastern at www.oceanaprowrestling.com and via intix.com.au. So it's big news for
1: them. That's a huge big move for them. Uh will the Rider Strike affect pro wrestling? No, cuz they're not under the um SAG or whatever association or whatever striking.
0: They're yeah, they're not part I don't believe they're part of the new union. They're not
1: in the union no. So pro wrestling actually will could benefit other pro in the summer when your TV uh programs that have no new content, wrestling can fill in because it's wrestling.
0: Wrestling coming in with a hard save. They, you know again? they could
1: be coming in with the hard save. So, there you go. Anyway, that's the news presented as always by dot youtube.com slash mbg1211. Chat, if you haven't used credit card, Rocket soccer, Linz and Ward, the Fortnite item shop when buying all your Star Wars junk. Do so now.
0: Damn right. So with that, we are going to take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we are going to be talking all about... Backlash. No. Yes. Backlash. Yeah.
1: Backlash. And, and a little tweet of the week.
0: And a little tweet of the week. Just, just to Just, key just one. Because I. It's like, wait, no, we're not previewing. We're reviewing, right? We're reviewing. So you're listening to the rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Look in my eyes, it's you or die, die. Are you following us on twitch.tv WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. This just into the CB radio news desk. CB radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30pm Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30pm Eastern, 8.30pm on the Pacific. But what about midnight-ish? Still midnight-ish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night, just earlier. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, And sometimes, a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain. Only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night.
1: You think you know me. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated-R Superstar, a.k.a. Dwight Henderson from Haven, and you are listening to The
0: Rack. Mírame los ojos cuando digas mi nombre. No me confrontes no eres un nombre. Yeah. Represento mi Borinquen, no te me pongas bravo, caerás al fin y al cabo, soy más bravo brava, Como el gallo, borinqueño haciendo batalla, gritando por la noche como el coqui que no se calla. Corro por el mundo, mi corazón que no de candela, entro en mis batallas, cargando mi, mi bandera, bandera Puertorriqueña, misteriosa como las aguas azules, fuerte como las montañas que cortan por o las, las nubes. nubes Pues manos para arriba and welcome back to the Rack right here on wildtalkradio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out youtube.com slash mbg1211 And if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a prime gaming sub available, you can, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive we are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, True the Week.
1: Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter. Until I found Twitter, ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling. A hundred forty characters or less is what you're giving. My addiction starts to climb. I go to refresh my timeline. Cause I won't stop tweeting. No more, no more. It cannot heard was Los Berwick was theme song and we'll tell you what that all is all about we talked about backlash for now NFL schedule release happened Bravo Tennessee Titans also my head hurts H- here's here's why
0: what the f- is that
1: the setup is these people have to guess what the NFL logos are so you'll you'll understand
0: go watch it is the best one St. Louis Rams
1: St. Louis Rams. they It was the Saints.
0: Oh. Three. Lightning McQueen. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, 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 pause. Put it up on the technology screen. I can't,
1: I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Too much work. Oh. Yeah, I know. Just gonna go audio, okay? Oh. Lightning McQueen. No. Lightning McQueen. chargers. Oh, that's just the football logo. Browns the Boston Bobcats no idea no idea Bengals oh, Cowboys cowboys. Cowboys. Yes, cowboys yeah Colts
0: Baltimore Baltimore Orioles
1: they got the city right the Ravens
0: this one is the Red Stallions Ha!
1: Lindsay who are the Red Stallions
0: the Falcons I like the Red Stallions better 49ers,
1: 69 A.O., stars, Steelers.
0: It's a Pirates from, from the islands of the Caribbean.
1: Pirates from the island of the Caribbean. Carlito? No, Tampa.
0: Chester Cheeto.
1: Chester Cheeto, newest mascot for AEW or, or the Jaguars.
0: Tigers. North Carolina Tigers.
1: North Carolina Tigers. Carolina Panthers. Close. Close.
0: Texas. That's the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. Texas. Got that. Yeah.
1: Colts. Atlanta. Florida. Florida Dolphins. Atlanta, Florida Dolphins. It was the Dolphins, but Atlanta, Florida. Um Atlanta, Florida,
0: okay. Oh Texan Texans?
1: Hey they got one. Texan Texans.
0: Eagle Eagles Eagles Rob um Pittsburgh.
1: The Pittsburgh Eagles, otherwise known as the CLC Hawks.
0: Who's that? Bulls? Who? Patriots? That's a Patriots logo? Texans don't i'm that that it actually does not exist the
1: jaguars don't exist
0: that is nashville tennessee tennessee titans titans tennessee titans tennessee titans tennessee titans tennessee titans. Tennessee. Tennessee. tennessee titans tennessee titans tennessee titans, tennessee titans. what Good job. yeah
1: they actually got their team right, we think. We hope. We hope.
0: I mean, uh, People are personally, dumb. I thought it was hilarious. Hilarious.
1: People are dumb. People are dumb. <laughs> People are just dumb. Anyway, two a week. Backlash. Let, let's go.
0: Okay, they, they need to go back Hold. to Puerto Rico. Hold. What?
1: Hey, intern. It's Thursday.
0: You send the shit?
1: Did you send your shit yet? Where's your homework? Is You you got, a, I guess, a half hour.
0: Is he in chat? I don't
1: know. Is he listening? Hour. I don't know. We'll find out. This is, this is the call of action to find out if he's actually paying attention. No, he's not a uh, chat. He is not a chat. In ten- well.
0: Do we need to send a message? We, I'm going to send the message, yes. Anyway. Through the power okay. of the internet? Uh-huh. And technology?
1: Yep. Anyway, okay. let's go.
0: Can I talk now? You can talk now. Okay. WWE needs to go back to Puerto Rico not, more often. Jesus Christ, this crowd was hot as hell. They were here. They were loud. They were into all this shit. Like... Good Lord! I I I need this to happen more often in my life. Like they were excited to be there. We are we are assholes in in comparison.
1: We are silent compared to them. They have to pipe in fake noise time because our crowds are not as loud. Be like them.
0: Be loud when you
1: when you go to wrestling. Be like them because because WWE is going to leave you behind if you do not make noise.
0: Yeah, they're they're going to stop coming to your city. Um. I was really surprised by the order of the show. I didn't think what opened would open, and I mean, I guess I figured on what would close, we all kinda knew, but it just the order was really, really, really surprising because I figured they would open with funny or they would close with funny, but they didn't, they opened, which rightfully so, cause it was a good 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 physical match bianca belair taking on eo sky who the crowd the, lo- who the crowd low who the crowd was in love with for the raw women's championship yeah that was that was an odd sensation i think for both of them because the, for a moment i think they were a little confused they're like wait what it's
1: been a minute since bianca has been uh been been booed hey look he sent in the homework why do we have why do we have uh, okay no i'm not we'll we'll argue that later um, we'll argue that later. So, the crowd was intense. Bianca worked as a heel, kind of, a little bit. Um, and I know, Brent, I know why it's like that. I'm just giving you shit. Um, I thought Io had a standout performance.
0: I thought this was a really, really, really good match. This this is one of the best ones I've seen her do in a really long time.
1: And, and we, knew, um, we, we knew going in that these two had good chemistry from their time in NXT, so you knew they were going to bring it. With a loud crowd being the opening match, you gotta get the show on on a good off on a good foot, which they did. I thought I liked it was intensity. I liked Bianca's strength and power in this matchup. She tried something that almost kind of backfired, but it worked the press slam. But overall, was it the best match we'll ever see? No, but it was really good, and they they delivered a showcase. Um, and that's what they would need to do. You had some interference from uh, damage control. Which in the end kind of cost EO Shirai the match or EO Sky the match, because um, that But it was very creative with Bailey just leaning on the on the hair. I thought that was really good. That um, was a nice
0: little spot. <laughs> Bailey looked cute.
1: Yeah, internet fell. In I love, liked, fell in love with I, her.
0: I liked the ponytail. It was cute. Like I know it, it's going back kind of to old Bailey, but I liked the short little ponytail. Look cute um but yeah no the leaning on the character like i liked how they used damage control in this because we all knew they were going to interfere we all knew that was coming yeah but it was a creative way that they did it especially where you had to to backstage where she's like well are we really going to do the thing and then Bailey's like hell yeah let's go and so they go um and then they're kind of like very gently lightly interfering until they just finally went for it um, so we'll see how that plays with damage control and you know eo losing her opportunity really because of them they cost her even though they were out there to help um because at one point i think she did have bianca she, bianca barely kicked out at one point and it was yeah. like oh my god are they gonna actually do it and then it was like no 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 they they didn't they,
1: it. They, they they bought you for a second or two of some near falls at the very end like could she do it she almost did the thing
0: like i was watching it and it's like wait was that three and it's like no it was no because too- when bianca actually won i was like no that was only two mm-hmm. like so they they did a really good job with that um yeah what and i like that these girls went out there i should say girl these women went out there and showed their stuff they knew they were the opener and they knew they had a hot crowd they went out to show up and show out and really set the tone for this show um it was a very, very, very enjoyable match, especially, uh, as always, I like it when they get a little more physical. I like it when they work a little bit more tight, um, just because it brings a level of reality to it that it, it already has, but it just makes it that much better. Um, and these two were definitely tight. They delivered. So your winner and retaining champion, Bianca Belair, moves on. She wins <sighs> via pin pinfall
1: so Bianca retains the Raw Women's Championship f- for Smackdown
0: just rename it just rename it it's fine <sighs> moving on Seth freaking Rollins takes on Omos in the match that nobody wanted but we were gonna get anyway it was better than I thought it was going to be
1: it was better than we thought we were gonna be Rollins worked his ass off to make Omos look good he sold for the big man. Um, the big stomps, the, the one stop where he tried to do a stop and Omas is like, no. No. Just no. It's not happening. That was clever. The double stomp, the stomp off the top rope, very good use. The one, the, Rollins going for the pedigree at one point when, when he was like on his knees. It was like that. That was smart. Rollins got the best out of Omas that you can probably get and I, you know. But Omos, so is, Omos is now 0-3 in his last big matches, so...
0: I was gonna say Seth's back must hurt from carrying because damn, he
1: carried hard and, and strong and yeah.
0: I mean, Omos. Okay, Omos is not bad. I'm just going to throw that out there. Omos is not bad by any stretch of the meat. Omos can work. The difficulty with Omos is that he is seven plus feet tall. That adds a lot of limitations that you don't normally have. So the fact that Seth and Omos did get creative in this match, the pedigree spot. The stomp spot, where where Seth goes for the stomp, and Omos is just like. No. Like there's a lot in this that was really good and they played to Omos's strengths in this quite a lot. And it worked out well. Like I said, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be because honestly, we didn't we didn't know OMOS is not Brock ten years ago. Um because honestly, I thought this would be like Omos throwing Seth around like a rag doll for five minutes. You know, that's what I thought it was going to be. So this was a lot better, so credit to both men. Because Omos got to show himself off a little bit, and that's great because i think i think the one big fear with omos is yeah i agree with that kg um is that he's going to become kind of go the route of what they did with Braun before he got let go the first time or another big show or someone like that where he's just the big man the big 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 dude and all they do is just have him go out there and slap people around
1: and brock 10 years ago was coming out of the ufc he means brock of 20 years ago still not but that, that would be more the, the the quote rather than 10
0: nobody is brock 10 20 or now brock no. is a unique individual in it of itself
1: omas is not this generation's paul White. no 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 omas show can work show worked really hard omas tries but he's he's just he's better than the great Cully.
0: yeah I, I will give, uh, yeah, I will back that he up. He is
1: better, per more personality than the great Crowley. Though Crowley is funny at times.
0: The issue is, is that you just don't have a lot of big guys for him to work with. Like what helped Big Show a lot was the fact that you had people like The Undertaker and Kane and he, other well, big people that don't come to mind right now. No, he, um, uh,
1: no. so Big Show came in with Paul White. The Giant came in with Hawk Hogan and Kevin Nash. Those are two guys you can learn from. Yep.
0: Scott Hall, you can learn from. But also, he had other individuals his size Mm -hmm. that could work, that could help him, and they could put matches together. Omos is kind of a giant among men in the sense that the only other person his size that's in the company is Braun Strowman, (laughs) and he's bigger (laughs) than Braun. Yeah. So, it's... There's, It's kind of, they've already done, um, Braun versus Omos, and there's nothing else that you can really do with that at this point. So they're trying to find a way to incorporate Omos into the product, which makes sense. And they're doing a, a good job because it, you can only have Omos go out and squash people so many times. Like, I'm hoping maybe with like Indashir coming up, that might give him a little bit more competition. Um, because I know gender is a big dude. So. Or bigger dude. <laughs> um,
1: he's going to look really small. There's no one 7'3 in the company that can match him for size for size. And no one in life can match him size for size.
0: No, he's just a big man. But, you know, you can put your taller superstars against him and maybe have something like him and Drew. I don't know. Because I know Drew's like six six. So it's just, it's a question of finding people that can work with Omos, and I think that's what they're trying to figure out right now, and this was sort of the test with Seth, to see, because Seth is someone that can get in the ring and do exactly what he did, which is just pull out all the best qualities that Omos has to put on a really good match. We talked about that way more than we should have. Moving on! Two, two big beefy men slapping meat and Austin Theory. We have Austin Theory, who is your United States champion, taking on Bobby Lashley and Baronson Reed. This is good. is a good match.
1: I looked at the time for this match and it went, oh, that's all they got? It's like eight minutes or something like that.
0: It was short. It was really short.
1: Yeah, I was su- I was honestly surprised how short the match was. It was enjoyable, um, for the time that they were in there. Um, but yeah, don't I'm I can spell in our chat. Um, <laughs> there we go. Meta um, hashtag meta hashtag meta. Um, it was enjoyable. I'm kind of overseeing Lashley in theory, so maybe when they're on SmackDown, we keep them apart because it's an overdone match. Um.
0: It's another proving match for Austin Theory. He's gaining a lot of credibility. He's gaining a lot of momentum right now. Having him defeat two larger individuals in Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed definitely helps. Oh, yeah. Um, It doesn't do much for Bobby Lashley or Bronson Reed, so hopefully they can do more with them.
1: Well, with them on two different brands, that's the last time we'll see them for a bit, so... Which I which is which sucks because I wanted an actual finale between the two.
0: Triple H really likes Theory, yes he does, because Theory has it.
1: Has something. I don't know if it's it, but he has something.
0: He's I almost see Austin Theory on the same level as like this generation's Miz, where he's going to be incredibly versatile and they can put him in pretty much any situation and he's going to be fine. That's that's kind of how I see Austin Theory. I don't know if he's going to make it to that top tier. Tier he probably will, uh, but he's going to be somebody that you can put right at the bottom of the the top card and right at the top of the mid card and he can just sit there and he can do whatever you need him to do like especially as Miz moves on which we don't know how much longer Miz has in the company i mean he's something that he could stop wrestling and still continue to be a face for the company for years to come which is likely what they're going to do with him if he wants it you can have austin theory begin to step in that role same thing for Grayson Waller. Like you have two really good potential candidates, but with Austin Theory, he's just he's got something that is just comes across and it works, especially with what they're doing with him right now. It's really working. Yeah. Like they took him out of the selfie gimmick, they made him more serious. The stuff with Cena really helped, and now he's moving on and maybe he's finding his way. It's hard to say. Or maybe he's not, anybody's guess.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be finding his way anytime soon.
0: But we'll see. We'll see. They can do a little something. He doesn't have to join them, but... Well, well it's hard when
1: he's on SmackDown and they're on, bro.
0: They get together once a month. <laughs> I don't buy the whole separate brands bullshit. They can fly back and forth. Through the power of Delta Airlines, they will be reading.
1: Alright, what's the next match?
0: And I have to say Delta because I'm in Atlanta. Okay. Al-
1: Atlanta, I'm just Fla- just Atlanta, Florida.
0: Atlanta, Florida.
1: Home of the Dolphins.
0: Home of the Dolphins. Um, Zelina Vega and Rhea Ripley. Zelina didn't win, but she won in a big way. Because that crowd was all about Zelina Vega. And I love them for it. And God bless her for coming out in the full-blown Puerto Rico gear. She had a giant flag cape that she walked out with. Like, she lo- she had her hair done in the colors, she- her full gear was the Puerto Rican flag. Like, she just owned the shit out of it. The crowd were just all about her. They were chanting for her, they were cheering for her, she got a standing ovation. When she came out!
1: So, one thing I do, like, she opens her, her cave and, 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 like, the flag's backwards. Why is the flag backwards? And then you go, and they show from the other side. Oh, it's the... It's the the right way on the back. When she's facing the camera, it was backwards, but that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. They should have flipped it the other way, but it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. She was massively over. She was the underdog, the hometown hero. She was everything you could want. She got the show out a little bit. She got her ass kicked. We all knew that was going to happen. She was not going to beat Rhea Ripley. There was no chance in hell. Did she give it a fighter's chance? Hell yeah, she did. Did she catch Rhea off guard a few times? Hell yeah, she did. In the end, Rhea retained, but hell yeah. Zelina Vega showed, out, showed up, delivered, full of tears, full of heart, got a standing O after the match. That was everything you could want.
0: I liked that they let that breathe after the match. I liked that they showed her getting the ovation after the match and her in tears and her getting the respect of the crowd. Especially, you know, from her family because her family was there. She got to wrestle in front of them. The pop for... The flip-flop. The fact that they incorporated that in the match was just incredible. It's like, yes, good job. Very good job. But yeah, no, she, Zelina was everything you needed her to be in this match, and then some. I love that she got the chance to show what she can really do, because she's oftentimes relegated to a manager or a valet, which is fine. Because she's very, very good at that, but she doesn't get to wrestle as often. And she's actually a very, very, very good worker. So I like that she got to do this. I like that she and Rhea worked very, very well together. Um, Did I have a moment or two where it's like she's so fucking over with the crowd? It's like, oh, come on, just do it. Just do it. Just, 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 just do it. Let her win it in front of the hometown crowd, essentially. Let her, let her just do the thing. But they didn't. They kept it on Rhea, which is fine. We all knew that was going to happen. But yeah, this was good. This was a fun match. Rhea looked great. She looked dominant. She had Dom Dom on her butt. You know, it was it it was a thing.
1: It was as they say, a thing. It's good, enjoyable, overall, perfect.
0: Was it the longest match? It wasn't as long as the opener, but it got the job done. It,
1: by the way, <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons have changed their name on Twitter to the Red Steins.
0: Like you do. Maybe it will bring us luck.
1: No. But anyway, that's good 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 thought. <laughs> Alright, what's next?
0: Speaking of a hot crowd, speaking of being over, speaking of just a really amazing match, Bad Bunny taking on Damian Priest in a San Juan street fight. I am going to give full props, full respect to Bad Bunny for the bumps taken, for the shots taken. I am going to give full respect and full cheers to Damian Priest for bumping for Bunny, for making Bunny look like a million bucks, and for just really carrying this match. Because good lord, that man's back must hurt. Damien, this was good. Damien, this was very, very good.
1: Damien Priest was an MVP. He delivered the match he needed to they had less interference and less bells and whistles than I thought they were going to have in this matchup. Because you thought there would have been more run-ins and stuff, there wasn't. There was only one segment of run-ins, which gave Damien uh, and Damien and Bad Bunny a chance to rest after some big spots. Damien sold his leg perfectly. Oh, Give, God, that was beautiful. He he worked really hard. He limped around when he needed to limp around. Bad Bunny taking the uh, Falcon arrow through the ta- the I guess table spot uh, in the crowd worked really well. Him coming out with the, the shopping cart full of weapons, which was a nice touch. Um, mm-hmm. So they're so they're in the ring, everything's happening, and then Finn and Dom come make the say come out, and then it's like, okay, here here's where we get the interference. So Ray comes out, no music, none whatsoever, and then he gets beaten down. And then you hear Carlito's music play, a remix. I'm not gonna a, lie, a, a remix of his music, I should say.
0: I pop for Carlito. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting Carlito at all, and when he came out, it, it's like. <gasps> Carlito, oh, I love Carlito.
1: Carlito came out, Car- for being cool. Um he beat some ass. We had the Apple Spot. That worked. Um and then you had uh Damien start to leave or Finn you not Damien, Finn and, and Dom start to leave. Savio Vegas music as we you heard coming in, played and uh he came out. He then was accompanied by some other LWO members at one point, at, at points. Um But Savio got the show out a little bit, do some moves on, on the entrance. Him and Finn have heat now, because uh, Savio took him out. Dom got his ass beat a little bunch. It, the crowd went nuts for, for Savio. Went once when he was backstage, and then once he came out, they went nuts for Carlito. It gave the extra little bit of, oomph, the match needed. It's like, you're getting to the end, and then, like, boom, here's a shot of energy for, for the hometown locals. And it was perfect. Um, Bad Booney got the win. He almost killed himself, <laughs> landing on his neck on the sliced bread that Michael Cole was almost calling the actual finish of the match. But uh in the end, Bunny Destroyer, Bad Booney... Your winner.
0: This was the perfect way to get all of your appearances in, to get all of your special moments in, because this is your celebrity match. I liked that you had Bad Bunny get the aid and assistance from everybody in the back, from the LWO, from Savio Vega, from Carlito. I liked that you did have the unexpected surprises, because I don't think anybody, at least for me, but I've been off the internet all day, was expecting Carlito. Um, but I liked that they did that. It was the perfect use of everybody at the end. You have that bunny up on everyone's shoulders. They're celebrating They're Everybody's cheering. The crowd are on their feet. It's just, it was a wonderful way to in the match. And honestly, if they had closed the show here, that would have been fine. Yeah. Like, The match was not as violent as I thought it would be, but I can completely understand why it was not as violent because bad bunny just is not probably willing to go to that level. But I have full respect for him once again, because bunny continues to prove that he belongs. Every time he comes out, he delivers and he's, he's setting the standard. Him and Logan Paul are setting a standard. That's going to have to be met now. Every single time they have a celebrity appearance, which is you got to work. You better be prepared to work.
1: Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be ready. Come to fight. Come to perform. That's what Bad Booney did. Bad Booney Roman Reigns in
0: the future? Maybe. I'd be okay with
1: that. All right, what's I like mean,
0: Speaking of Roman Reigns, you have your six-man match of the bloodlines of being Sikoa, Jay Uso, and Jimmy Uso, taking on Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, and oh, there were dissension, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: Jay and Solo are not on the same page. Solo almost spiked a Jay at one point. The thought g- hard about it. He thought hard about it. Um, I'm glad Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn introduced different brands because I'm kind of over the match. We got there. We've seen it. We've seen it a bunch lately. The tag, the tag match was better on SmackDown. The six-man it was a good match. It went on a little too long, but I, we've... That story has been finished. Um, It
0: peaked at Mania. This is a nice little send-off for it, so we don't have to worry about it again. Um, And now they're moving the story on very slowly, but surely, to the dissension and the problems within the bloodline and the issues between Solo and Jay.
1: Which will get handled tomorrow on SmackDown. Supposedly. Roman's back, so he'll say something.
0: Well, I mean, what is... Here's the thing. Who's Roman gonna admonish? Is he going to admonish Solo for trying to take care of business, or is he gonna admonish the Usos because the Usos are kind of messing up?
1: The Usos. They're letting.
0: They're letting the the boys. They're letting the bloodline down, man.
1: The Usos are gonna be in trouble. Jay's gonna be in trouble. Comes smack like, down.
0: Like they were still able to get it done. They were still able to pull out the win. So the bloodline did get their victory, but
1: they also did there's... not. They also did not win back the tag titles last Friday. So yeah. Roman's not going to be too happy.
0: So, you know. But yeah, like, I I liked the storytelling. I like that we're starting to see the implosion of Bloodline slowly but surely. I like that we're moving on from this match and that everybody is getting sent to their own respective corners, as it were. Jimmy's so hard trying to keep the peace. Yeah. Yeah. And what's going to be... I want to see how they tell this story because Solo Jay and Jimmy are all real life brothers. And Solo's the younger brother. So I want to see how they tell this story. Because it's going to be very, very interesting to see who Solo ends up going with. Does he go with Jay and Jimmy? Or does he stick with Roman? I don't think it cracks with Roman Roman losing his title. It's going to crack before that. The crack is probably going to be what leads to Roman losing the title. Because he's going to be distracted with outside business. He's not going to be paying attention, and that's going to be what ultimately costs him. But I still feel like Roman will not lose the title until the bloodline is gone, because that's what's been protecting his title for, at this point, close to a thousand days or after a thousand think Are we at a thousand days?
1: No, my after Night of Champions. We'll
0: be close. So close to a thousand days, that's really what's been securing his title, is the fact that... He has the backing of the Usos and Solo and Paul Heyman, and so he has to lose all those outside forces, and he has to be on his own again, and once he's on his own again, well... We'll see what happens. We'll see if he can hold on to it. Um, But the the bloodline has to go away.
1: Or get stronger.
0: Or get stronger. Let's see. The Le man says, well, it's interesting because Jay yelled at Solo that I'm your brother, so he was hinting at questioning his loyalty to Roman now. Yep, yep. There's there's some really beautiful go- like storytelling going on in this that I absolutely love, and it's all very, very subtle. That you have to really watch and pay attention to what's going on and the dynamics. Because Jay, Jay's Jay's not been around the bloodline mentally for quite a while now. Sammy Sammy maybe broke him free from that well before WrestleMania. So Jay's... I'm really curious to see where what happens with Jay. Because he's the wild card in all of this. And let's see. It's going to be like in Batman Returns when the Penguins' plans start falling and all the circus gang members just start taking off. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I have to watch SmackDown on Saturday to see what happens with Roman or just watch it on YouTube when they put it up on YouTube.
1: Yeah, they're giving us good stuff. It's, they're getting there. They're like Everyone, you know, wondering. Here's the thing.
0: Everybody wants long-term storytelling. Here you go. Here it is. Here's your long-term story. The, the story in the saga of the Bloodline has been going on since COVID. Think about that. Since COVID, we've had this. It's wonderful. And it's just they, they've been able to keep it fresh and keep it going. So we'll see how long it continues on and how it all ends. They've been aging that steak for 28 days. Yes, they have, and they put a they put a lovely rub on it. Um, Main but yes, event. like I said, in the end, the the Usos and Solo get it done.
1: Main event time. Before we get into a chat, remember to use credit card, Rock and Stock, or Linzem Ward in the 499 shop or Epic Games Store hashtag Epic Partner. And by the way, if you have Amazon Prime link here to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming Support Channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen because.
0: Do it. Hashtag Epic Partners.
1: Do it. And now
0: the internet wants to put ketchup on it. I mean, basically, that's what the internet does. Alright, main, um, main event. <sighs> main event. Well, we can get into that later. Um, In your main event, we saw Cody Rhodes taking on Brock Lesnar. No stipulation, no nothing. Uh, This was a singles match. There was blood in this match. Brock's face got cut to shit.
1: He rammed his head hard right into the, uh, steel turnbuckle to pull himself out some blood.
0: Um. <laughs> he needs to stop looking at him when he gets to Oh,
1: yeah. So, this was f- hard and physical. Brock, Brock worked the suplex count a lot. Um, many different vari- variations, including regular suplexes and Germans and throws and everything. Cole just sort of gave up on counting at one point. I would say eight? I think, yeah, we'll count that as eight. Um. Cody hit some crossroads on Brock, um, Cody then got put in the, 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 uh, Kimura lock, Brock didn't twist it to make him break his arm, he just left it in there, he, before he could snap it, Cody got the pin, one, two, three, ran away, Brock had mad, black. had, Brock had blood all over his face, there at one point they showed a long replay, so he could wipe the blood off of Brock's face, um, after a two count, <laughs> like, if you notice, they cut away for a moment, and like, then there was a t- big ass towel in the ring, but we didn't see him use the towel. Live crowd did, but they cut away before the, you could see it, um, which was funny. Um, yeah. So Cody wins. Now we're getting round two at night of, uh, champions, probably in a street fight or brawl of some sort. It was on the edge of the ring. Yeah. Was, and that's a bi- And it wasn't a small one too. It was a big ass towel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was. So I, I was- appreciate Brock showing up to work.
1: Yeah, he's into this.
0: Like he he wanted to work Cody. He was all about this match. He's liking the story. He's liking where it's going. We saw the follow up on Monday where Brock was not okay with losing to Cody Rhodes. He 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 just you know he had an issue with that. And so now as we head to Saudi, it seems Brock and Cody are going to go for round two. But this was good. This was exactly what it needed to be. It was a good finisher. I I think my one hope, and I know Brock up busted open the hard way, because you can look at his face and you can tell he got busted open the hard way.
1: But there was a really um, really curious moment where he came off the turnbuckle and he put his hand right on his forehead. Like he did something. Anyway, continue.
0: Um, if he did, then he he bladed really really wide. Yeah. If you look if you look at his forehead, it's a really it's it's a turnbuckle shaped. Yeah.
1: Butt. He went hard, but you could see he also pushed it. Anyway, so yeah, you're, 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 he
0: he you're... made it start bleeding is what he did, yeah, um, but this is my one concern. I'm okay with blood when it's used very, very, very sparingly because i think I think blood is something that especially now in today's version of wwe where it really means something like they're fighting so hard or they're wrestling ho- so hard that somebody gets cut open the hard way somebody gets busted open that's how hard they're going and in that moment it's entirely appropriate because it actually happens versus blading which to me is incredibly dangerous i do not want to go back to the days of wwe where people are bleeding buckets of blood on every single show just because they purposefully can. Like, I know some people are into that, and that's fine, and I respect you for it. For me, it's not my thing, just because there's a point where blood loses its impact, where it's just another part of the show, and it doesn't carry the same weight, like, versus now, when it happens, you remember it. It's like, oh god, Brock Lesnar, with the the red mask, with blood running down his face, loses to Cody Rhodes. Like, that has an impact that was everybody, er, everywhere. Everybody was talking about it, right? Like, what happened to Brock on Saturday, and then seeing him, him again on Monday, and seeing the of what happened on Saturday. Like, that carries an impact, it carries a weight. Um,
1: yeah, unlike a John Moxley, every week I get busted open?
0: Yeah, kind of. I mean, like this- I said, there are people who are into it, but it's like, like I said, it just... Like if I think about WWE from when I started watching, which was in the early two thousands. Yes, I'm that old. To now. There's only one real moment in that time that of blood that stands out to me. But I remember I remember that every week on the show people were bleeding. Every pay per view people were bleeding. And there was a point where it got to be too much. Like blood does not bother me. I'm a girl. Blood does not bother me. However, there is too much blood. And It's just when it's almost every match or it's on every show. Like I remember Taker blading his face so hard he cut the main vein in his head and about killed himself. Um, because he just had blood running down his face. Um, and that's what stands out in my mind. But everywhere else, it's like it's just it's almost the unsanitary nature of it that bothers me. (laughs) With the mat covered in blood and you know that there's like germs and and all and sweat and all kinds of stuff. Like whenever Awesome would wrestle, right? And he's covered in blood and he's rolling around in the ring and he's got beer in his hand and it's an, at the end of the night. and I know they changed the mats, but like it's still a sweat and germ and God knows what else covered mat, and he's rolling around with beer and blood all over him. And it's like, dude, that's so unsanitary. Please don't. So that's that's kind of my issue with it. But just in terms of like blood in general, it kind of becomes part of the furnishing if you use it too much. So maybe we use it sparingly because I think UF's like the ownership of um, the new ownership is going to be less stringent about blood, but I also know that their sponsors are not going to be too crazy about it.
1: Blood when blood on premium live events is okay.
0: Yeah, blood on TV though, no,
1: no, they're not going to do it on TV, but on premium live events, and if it happens on TV and it's very accidental, like we've seen a couple times on Alex then that happens mm-hmm. but on premier live events where they they've had conversations with nbc and fox and their their partners like we may get a little edgier I think they're, everyone's fine
0: yeah i mean as long as it's i don't think they're ever going to go back to the attitude era as much as everybody wants them to they're never going to go back to that but they are getting edgier blood is working its way back in but it's it's being used in a very intentional Way, if it's planned, if it's not planned, it just adds an impact to the show, it, does. it adds a reality to the show that has not been there for a while, and that's why it's fine. Just don't have everybody out there bleeding every single match,
1: yeah. John Moxley, anyway, we got some housekeeping.
0: We do have some housekeeping.
1: So, at three and four, we're subbed the wheel in WWE 2K23, which we simulated live or right here on Twitch.tv slash w Live. Then you had Tim at four and a half and two and a half.
0: Okay, explain that.
1: So, Co- he picked Cody to win by DQ. So, Brent, being Brent, gave him a half.
0: But why is there a two point?
1: he's got a half a point for it, not a full point. So, instead of being five and two, he's four and a half and two and a half. Don't ask ah, me. Okay. It's, it's Brent. Take it up with Brent at Kankin. He, he he keeps the records. I, I just I just read what he writes. Rob, Casey, the intern, and the eight ball went five and two. You, me, and Sheila went six and one. Hey! Then the only one I got wrong was the, the Uso match. I think I picked the baby faces. So there you go. I don't go.
0: know who I got wrong. For.
1: I don't know. S an intern. Brent, you have the answer for her.
0: Is he in chat? I don't know.
1: He'll answer if he is.
0: He is! He's in chat.
1: Whether he answers... That's up to him to tell you. But that's our show.
0: That is our show, so you got stuff to plug, so plug away!
1: As mentioned at the top of the show, chat. podcasts will be available on the feeds starting tomorrow. Yes, you have to open the sheet again. Saturday night, 9.30pm Eastern, this is Fortnite with Friends, followed by CB Radio Live at 11.30pm Eastern. Sunday, it's WTR. Sunday Night, Russell Talk Radio, 10pm Eastern. Monday night's raw post show, 11 p.m. Eastern. Apparently, you picked Omas. Um, we'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, for another edition of The Rack. It's at Wild Talk Radio on, Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com/slash Wild Talk Radio Network, and TikTok at WTR Live, Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms, or wherever you get your podcasts Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, Google. Search the Rack Radio Show chat if you have amazon prime link to your twitch account it's called prime gaming support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen and when you buy your star wars shit use credit card rocket or
0: lynn's m ward in the fortnite item shop or epic game store why because we are hashtag epic partners you can follow me on most of the social medias, at lindsward, L-E-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash where we have been streaming Honkai Star Rail. That's right, I'm giving Genshin a rest, and we are going to a new game. So if you want to come hang out with me as I explore the world of Honkai, come hang out. I stream. Go, go check out my Twitch channel and my schedule, and while you're there, give the channel a follow. I will also be live Saturday morning. ...at 8 a.m. Eastern. Why? Because Genshin, because Genshin is doing their special program. And apparently there's juicy details about new in and details. So I'll be here with my coffee and my breakfast. So if you want to come and hang out with me at 8 a.m. in the morning on Saturday, please do. Um, because we will be talking about Genshin back then. But otherwise, it's going to be Honkai Star Rail. Um you can also follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash at similinsboard, Or just look for Lens on the YouTubes, like, subscribe, ring the bell. It would make me very happy if you would do so. And while you're on YouTube, you can go check out Matt's channel, MBG Films, YouTube.com slash MBG twelve eleven. Nailed it. I looked at the sheet. <laughs> so Rodney, Ward. You can listen to the Racket here on WildTuckRadio.com, and we will see you next week. Bye. I'll talk,